This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. You're listening to Nirat Ombele on Power 98.7. So right now it is 10.38. I have a, a listener who says the news team sounds like they're on fire this morning. So much energy in the delivery. Yes, it was said. I'll find you. I won't read the whole thing out. Uh, but uh, it's Pukulecho uh, says, wow, Nozipo is on fire. Okay. Yes, that's how we do. On a Wednesday at Power 98.7. Okay, let's turn our attention now to the story that I alluded to earlier on and South Africa seeking re-election to the Council of Global Shipping Regulators. First and foremost, what is it? I know it's a UN body um, that looks at maritime and shipping um, trade issues around safety, security and environmental compliance of ships sailing our seas Um moving goods to market, okay? So South Africa is seeking a re-election, which obviously means that South Africa has already been previously elected for the term of 2023 to 2024. Hmm, that's interesting. Are we not technically at the end of 2023? So perhaps even understanding the UN calendar. We're joined by Mtunzi Madia, who's the Deputy Director General in the Department of Transport. Good morning, sir. Um, uh, good morning, Lerad, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you so much for coming through. So first and foremost, what is the International Maritime Organization and the council thereof uh, attached to the UN? Yes, you, 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 were, you were correct. Um, um, International Maritime Organization, mm-hmm. uh, in short, IMO, is a, is a specialized agency of the United Nations. Um, it specializes on the global standards and conformity of all maritime nations and interested nations. Currently, the the IMO has 175 member states, and out of 175 member states, you've got a, a 40 member state council, yeah. which basically operates as an executive of the 175 um, member states. The, 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 the critical and the importance of uh, being uh, in the council, you you then form part and parcel of the decisions um, mm-hmm. that are being made, discussed, which the maritime nations are supposed to implement in their respective countries. Mm-hmm. So it is a strategic seat uh, for South Africa to to be part and parcel of. Okay, and it says South Africa seeking re-election for the term 2023 to 2024. So help us understand the calendar, because I would have thought 2024 ends six weeks from now, 2023 ends six weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a biannually um, elective conference uh, every two years. Okay. Um, the member states will come and converge in London. We are currently in London, as I'm talking to you. Okay. Um, they converge and then they 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 elect a member state that will represent all the 175 uh, uh, countries. So we we lost our seat uh, during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the first of its kind, and then we are trying to be re-elected uh, so that they don't make decisions on our behalf. Rather, we form part and parcel of the decision-making process. So when you're elected uh, to the council, you're one of a council or you are the chair of the council? I, I just need to be clear. 
No, no, no. The, 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 the council is run by the Secretary General of yeah. the uh, IMO. Mm. Uh, you form part and parcel of, of that, that council. Uh, executive council. Oh. Executive. Okay, so yeah. when you say first of its kind, it was the first time South Africa had been elected, first time an African nation had been elected. No, it, we, when we lost our seat, we, we joined the IMO, I think it was in 2005. Yes. Um, uh, when we were re-elected, when we were elected back into the council uh, before, before mm-hmm. that we were not uh, allowed to be uh, to form a the organization. Yes, but it, 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 its existence uh, goes beyond uh, 50, 60 years. I understand. Okay, yeah. so here is the conundrum. South Africa... In as much as you are very much a G20 member state, a UN member state signatory, a participant in multilateral fora, there are a few challenges domestically in the country. And one of them has to do with the quality and the functionality of South Africa's ports. Um, And others have to do with issues of maritime security, if we consider that a foreign ship was allowed to dock at a naval port in South Africa uh, a few years ago, leading to a huge crisis around the so-called Lady R. Now, I'm not going into the details of those cases, but it seems as though South Africa needs to clean up house, get its own shipping, naval issues in check before you want to sit on a global body. Is that a fair criticism? Um, partly it's fair. Uh, uh, maybe maybe I, I just need to outline uh, the fundamental existence of this IMO. It focuses largely on two aspects of maritime. Mm. It's a, poly, a, a pollution prevention um, um, at sea to make sure that our waters uh, are clean. Mm. Secondly, it looks at the safety aspect um, of um, of of the work of the maritime, so the security lies largely with the respective countries in terms of their strategies, plans, etc., etc., etc. So, <clears throat> when it comes to the congestions, uh, the poor functionalities of our port system mm. is a matter that we need to deal with domestically as a country. But the IMO wants the functioning uh, uh, ports. For example, when the, the foreign vessel calls into our port system, mm-hmm. we must be uh, able to receive waste that comes with those ports. Mm. We must be able to provide safety navigations in and out of the port system. Those aspects falls within the IMO. But <clears throat> if, if, if then we, we, we talk about the, the, um, the port system um, mm-hmm. um, that we are, Managing as a country, um, we are a policy department, Lerato, um, mm. um, and, and DPE, which is public uh, enterprises, enterprises, is responsible yeah. for the shareholding and commercial aspect of the port. Mm. But just to give you um, a sense, before I, I came, I came up here. Mm. I, I had a meeting with uh, all the ship owners uh, or representatives that are in South Africa. Um, the meeting was between ourselves as a Department of Transport because we've got the responsibility of oversight in the port system. Mm. Secondly, there was National Post Authority that is a landlord 
of the port system and also one of the major terminal operators, which is uh, Transnet Post Terminal. One of the resolutions out of that meeting was to make sure that we need a plan to first get rid of all the delays that are in the port system. Also make sure that what are the plans of Transnet in terms of um, getting the equipment. They gave us assurance that the the assistance was on its way in terms of uh, second-hand uh, equipment to make sure that we quickly take all the uh, boxes that are on the vessels, especially on mm-hmm. the container uh, side of things. Okay. And and so that we can be able to have the product, manufactured uh, product on the shelves on time for Christmas. Okay. I think that that, that that plan is going to work, but I don't think it will be uh, it will be able to address mm-hmm. all the issues uh, that we are okay. being faced by the post system. Right. But what, what is important is there's been under investment in the port system, whether in the form of equipment, yeah. whether in the form of breaking the port system, building capacity up, uh, ahead of its demand. Those are the issues government okay. is trying to, 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 to address. Okay. So from what I'm hearing you say is that first and foremost, you know, different government departments are responsible for different aspects of the port and maritime ecosystem, shall I say that? And if we're talking about ports in disrepair, it's a DPE issue, and that should not stop you from making this bid for re-election, because what you are seeking as the Department of Transport in being re-elected to the IMO is not really a, a, a reflection or a consequence of what the state of the South African ports is. But you are pushing for coordination that in the end... The ports are working better and everybody's hands are on deck. Am I hearing you correctly? It's it's correct. At the end of the day, Lerato, we are one government. Mm. Um, We can't go out of the country and say this department is responsible for that. That Mm -hmm. other department is responsible for this. I mean, we we are seen as South Africa. So what, what, what we are trying to say is Department of Transport is responsible for the oversight. Department of Transport is responsible in terms of the ecosystem to make Mm -hmm. sure that the landlord, which is a national ports authority, is well-funded through the ports regulator, uh, which is an economic uh, agency of the department. Mm. It operates like NERSA to make sure that there's sufficient funding for the infrastructure development, infrastructure maintenance, and also to improve the safety, which is linked better with the work that we are doing at an IMO level. But we, 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 we cannot push in and one aspect of dysfunctionality mm-hmm. of the post system to another department. Right. At the end of the day, we are the one right. I do like the sentence you've used. At the end of the day, you say, when we are overseas, we are seen as one government, South Africa. You do not think that the uh, chaos uh, at the industrial ports right now is not going to hamstring your bid for re-election. You don't think any of those much-publicized problems are going to count against you, regardless of the fact that it's work that's been done and should be overseen by DPE. But as you're there bidding for a seat on a council that's looking at uh, maritime issues, you don't think these issues are going to come up? Um, I, 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 I do not think they will um, hinder the process um, that we are here for. Okay. But because the scope of the Department of Transport goes beyond the port system, mm. as, a, as a maritime nation, IMO relies heavily on South Africa. For example, we are responsible for 
evacuation of emergencies, medical evacuation. Mm. If the vessel is um, uh, has a problem with its engines, mm. they call South Africa, especially on the on the southern side of the of the of, of the map or of, yeah. of of the map of, of the continent. Yeah. South Africa has been largely given that area, uh, which is more than 1.5 uh, square kilometers. Mm. Uh, to make sure that if anything happens to any vessel that mm. is passing our waters, right. South Africa must respond with yeah. that obligation. Okay. If the if the seafarer on board the vessel that is passing our ports is sick, requires a medical attention, we need to deploy the resources. Mm. If, if 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 it's an issue of the lighthouses for safety navigation, South Africa is responsible. So the, the work that we do as a Department of Transport, with due respect, goes beyond the dysfunctionalities of the port system. Okay. So IMO relies heavily on South Africa. That's why that's why this is part and parcel of our value proposition to say the work that we do through MRCC, which mm-hmm. is an agency that is based in Cape Town that monitors all the vessels that are passing by mm-hmm. our waters to make sure that they don't pollute. Secondly, if they encounter challenges at sea, mm-hmm. we are able to deploy resources to make sure okay. that we salvage the situation. Let's take a pause there and just contemplate what what you're saying uh, and then we'll continue in a moment. Mtunzi Mdia, the uh, Director for the Department of Transport, in fact the Deputy Director General. You're listening to Lurato Mbele on Power 98.7. Okay, so we're talking about South Africa seeking re-election to the United Nations institution or agency known as the International Maritime Organization. South Africa would like a seat once again on the council. Uh, A few years ago, they'd been elected and they now seek re-election, having lost that seat. And South Africa says it's of strategic importance to them because the country's got quite a wide coastline. So let's talk about uh, what South Africa brings to the council if re-elected, because fundamentally, I'm understanding this to be about regulating shipping, which we've been talking about, uh, including issues of safety, security and environmental compliance. So it's not just about the ships that dock uh, in and around South African waters. It's the quality of those waters. It's the environmental assessment of those waters. um, And it's the security of those waters. So I'm just thinking of... uh, Durban, for instance, after the flooding, there have been a lot of issues around E. coli. So there's some environmental challenges around the coastline of South Africa, certainly the east coastline of South Africa. So what are you offering and how does membership at the IMO help you improve on some of your own safety and environmental compliance issues? Look, the, the, the most important uh, convention that governs the, the International Maritime Organization is the SOLAS Convention, mm. Safety of Life at Sea. Mm, mm, mm. Um, uh, uh, South Africa, as a, as a member state of the IMO, we've got an obligation to make sure that we save lives at sea, not only the lives of South Africans, but the lives of the seafarers that are operating those massive vessels. So that is one aspect. Secondly, we, we as a country are the party to the Paris Agreement. Um, there was a milestone that was approved, all supported by maritime nations, 
of decarbonization strategy, which is driven by the maritime uh, sector. There was a question asked at the Paris Agreement to say, as a sector, what is it that we are going to do to make sure that you decarbonize, you reduce emissions, etc., etc., etc. So all the countries, 175 member states, agreed in July, um, I think it was on the 21st of July, to say this is what we are going to do as a sector to make sure that we, we, we reduce the emissions. So South Africa then has a responsibility in terms of what sort of energies that we must provide, not only uh, the marine fuel. If the vessel comes into our port system, are we able to provide an alternative energy um, uh, for that particular vessel? We are responsible to do that. So if we are not part and parcel of the council, those decisions and targets will be made on your behalf. And you'll find that as a country, you are not ready to provide all the solutions that the country has taken. So it is a strategic uh, importance for South Africa, not only for South Africa, for the region, to make sure that we form part and parcel of those decision-making processes. Also, we contribute as a country because there's a lot of technical input that comes from our academia when it comes to the work that we do in the um, in the process, in, 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 in the in the sector of, of maritime. Thirdly, mm-hmm. if we if we bring it closer to home, the regulations that we develop that will also measure the quality of the water, mm-hmm. so that we preserve the marine species that are either in the port system or mm-hmm. at sea. It's very crucial that we form part and parcel of developing, discussing and ultimately approval of those uh, regulations. So it is, um, remember, South Africa, by its location, feeds some of the SADC region uh, uh, countries. Botswana relies on South Africa. Zimbabwe mm-hmm. relies on South Africa and, and, and Lesotho and, and Switzerland and other countries to make sure that our port remain competitive, open for those countries to be able to fulfill their economic aspirations in terms of international trade. So our, there's a broader and a strategic uh, reasons for why South Africa feels it's critical that they form part and parcel of this. All right. And so in that year, how do you also want to shape the agenda? You're saying that you need a seat at the table to make sure that you can uh, contribute meaningfully and comply with resolutions taken. But what are you offering in terms of the global discussions around maritime security, um, the preservation of life in sea waters? Um, There's also a huge uh, environmental and climate aspect to this uh, conversation as well. You know, as the world descends on COP28, for instance, next year, marine biology ecosystems environmentalism is going to also be in sharp focus so how do you contribute uh, constructively in these fora i, I think um, if, if 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 we get into uh, into the council uh, the next 24 months are very critical um, not only for the imo but for the country mm-hmm. in south africa because we now need to operationalize the 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 decarbonization strategy that was adopted in July at the IMO. There's a, a massive drive to make sure that the member states achieve specific targets, like I indicated earlier on, 
we need to develop infrastructure to support the energy alternative strategy to make sure that our post systems are responsive to that. We also need to improve the safety of life at sea to have a capability as a country to make sure that we are we, we respond timely as and when we are required. South Africa has um, a tag, pollution tag, that is on standby 24-7, 365 days a year. Mm. That the pollution tag is to make sure that if there is a call to say there is a vessel at sea that requires immediate attention, we are able to deploy that. Okay. We want to expand that to make sure that the western side of South Africa is well covered as well as the eastern side of South Africa is well covered. Those are the immediate interventions and action plans that we want to, to, to implement as a country. All right. Well, we wish you well in your bid. We also ask you to keep warm in London where you are. Yes, and um, yes, maybe we do need a little bit of good news of South Africa contributing mm-hmm. uh, positively to um, the world. Um, in its converged values and its multilateralism. Thank you very much to you, Mtunzi Ndia, Deputy Director General in the Department of Transport. It is 11 o'clock, and yes, she who has been applauded for reading the news in a truly stellar way, she stays with us. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.